A familiar face returns to Castle Rock, a possessed ace finds his vessel, and Joy uncovers the truth behind Annie's dark past. Don't click away, Castle Rock fans. We have a lot to talk about. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, What's up, all of you Castle Rock fans? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Castle Rock After Show here on After Buzz TV. I'm Veronica Valencia, and joining me is my awesome co-host of all things spooky, Katie Kawamoto. Hi, Hi everyone. Katie. Coming up later in this episode, we're going to be talking all about episode six, The Mother. We're going to be talking about not just one, but two mothers, both Rita and Annie, how they're trying to tell Joy both their versions of the truth. We're going to be talking about Joy and how she handles learning everything that happened in this in Annie's dark past. We're going to be talking about Amity and who exactly is that and what the possessed people of Castle Rock are exactly doing. We're also going to be touching just a little bit on Nadia and how she's handling this fallout with her father, knowing what happened with her mother. We also have some news coming up later on and maybe some Easter eggs. So if you found any, definitely let us know in the chat right now. But before we get into any of that, Katie, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? They definitely picked up the pace and picked up uh, the accelerating the storyline. You know, I felt like more happened in this episode than we've seen in any of them in the sense of pushing it forward. We've learned their backstories and now we're full-fled toward Mm -hmm. this is where this is going. You have enough backstory, now let's see the consequences or the things that are happening to these characters. So I was was pretty into it because it was more exciting, more adrenalinely like, some twists in there as well that maybe we didn't see coming. I didn't see some twists coming at the end there. So yeah. it was definitely the most exciting, I think, episode we've had. Oh, I agree with you, Katie. I think this was a very exciting episode. I think this was a very interesting episode when it comes to characters because I feel a lot of the characters were tested in this episode. You know, you have Rita who's kind of being tested. You know, she has all this hate and anger towards Annie, but but is she someone who can really cause harm? And then you also have Joy, who's kind of being tested like, oh, she knows Annie's dark truth, but is she really going to kind of step away from her? She's still going to view her as her mother kind of thing. So yeah. all these characters were being tested in this episode. And I've admitted that throughout the season, you know, in last season with Castle Rock, there were elements of sci-fi. There were supernatural elements. It was, you know, kind of... Uh, going about, like, with two different timelines and all this kind of stuff, bits of uh, horror. So I was kind of expecting this season to be like that as well. But I think this episode kind of made me realize, okay, we're never getting into that, really. Yeah. Like, we do have some mystery with uh, what's happening with kind of these um, people being possessed in the town, but it's not a full-on, like, mystery show. This season is really more emotional, kind of like dealing with character development and kind of showing the trauma of all these characters and kind of how they're doing what they can to overcome that trauma and how Castle Rock is just the place where everyone is unloading all of this kind of um, dark secrets and everything like that. So I feel like this season is way more emotional. What, what, What do you think? Yeah, there's more... I think more emotional connection to the actual characters because we more know more about them. We're going more of a journey on them, whereas last year there was a lot more secrecy, a lot more of unknowns. And so it's different in the sense that there's more that we know about them this season than we did last season. Because mm-hmm. like up till the last episode last season, you're like, I still don't know who you are. I don't know anything about you. I don't have any connection to you emotionally. And that's the difference. And there's the family component. So obviously that always makes things more emotional. Mm-hmm. So For sure. Yeah. 
let's get into uh, kind of this introduction in the beginning of Rita and Annie and how they're both essentially on a race to try and find joy. And, you know, they're, we're, we're <clears throat> viewing two broken mothers in yes. this episode, uh, essentially. So we get introduced to Rita, who we find out is alive. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we find out that she's an alcoholic. She's been dealing with substance abuse for... A very long time now. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't so shocking to me because, you know, she did have such a traumatic event happen to her. And then, but we also see that she hasn't given up on trying to find Evangeline or Joy and Annie. What, what did you think of her? Like, did you think she was going to, you know, a very driven person because she was still trying to find them? Do you think she would have given up and tried to go on about her life? What was your initial reaction of Rita? She knew Rita. She kind of had, in relation to other horror films, she kind of had, like, this final girl mindset to me where she's still actively, she's given up, but not when there's a little bit of hope that comes in and and given the opportunities for that hope to come creeping in, then she's full flat ahead again. So in that way, that kind of reminded me of that. Like, you know, she was trying to sober up. She was trying to turn her life around and move on from this. And then she saw that little area where she could go, oh, maybe this isn't an end all. And it's kind of a a metaphor, too, of like the sense of when you're no longer at that place where you're thinking about something, it happens to creep way in or something Mm -hmm. happens to happen to turn it around. So that was kind of like a, a interesting moment, too, in that sense. So I, I like her. She's a she's a fighter. She's definitely a fighter. Yeah. And like you were saying, Katie, she was looking for hope, and she finally got one when Joy called her, which I'm still kind of like having to look past the fact that Joy was able to pick her out amongst a million <laughs> right? Rita Greens on Facebook. But, you know, not going too much into that. Yeah. That was just a little fun tidbit. But um, so, you know, she finds out that the call comes from Castle Rock, and she's going... And all this time that she's traveling, we find out that Annie is getting a, what's a, kind of like a house call, or she's being visited by someone from basically child services, letting her know, hey, we have your daughter and she's been staying with us. What did you think of Annie in this moment? Did you think that she was afraid because they would f- uncover the truth? Or do you think she was afraid because she thought she would lose joy? And what I mean by, like, afraid people would find out the truth is she doesn't have stuff like birth certificates no, or social not. security. So I think she was more worried. I think at the end of the day, everything she does is worried about losing joy. But I think it was also for her own safety of, oh, like, they're going to find out that, A, that's not her real name. A, they're going to find out something else is going on but it was mostly fear of what am i going to do i can't produce these documents so you know everybody's going to be uh i uh at that moment yeah for sure yeah i think yeah i think that she was definitely afraid because people were digging in too much she's been afraid the since the moment i would say nadia kind of started getting involved yeah because they were they've these two have always been driving around, uh, relocating. They've never gotten close to anyone. And so this is definitely worrisome for Annie because, you know, no one has ever gotten this close. No one has come knocking on doors, you know, trying to figure out their secrets or anything like that. And you're right. She didn't, she can't, she doesn't have these documents. But I would think that 
you know, she's crafty. Annie is a very crafty character from what we've seen. You know, she has she had the box full of license plates. She kind of knew how to not be found. So I'm kind of surprised that she didn't think, oh, you know, maybe I should kind of have these documents for Joy as well, you know, just in case. I think there's some sort of sense where she doesn't want there to be a paper trail a little bit almost. I can like, see that. She kind yeah. of seems like the kind of person who who does a lot of things you know, under the table, like, exchanging things, trying to not leave a trace of herself. Because anytime you leave a trace of yourself, it's easier for people to find you. So, and maybe when you're always on the run, you don't think that you're going to need those kind of things because no one's, you're ever, if you're not sit, setting, settling down anywhere, mm-hmm. why do you need those things? You're not going to be getting a steady job. She's not, I'm assuming she's never planning on Joy needing those things for a job. Yeah. Because as far as she sees, it's just the two of them. Mm-hmm. So, I think when you're maybe it's just like a mover searcher as they call it in the show's mentality of well, we don't need it. Yeah. I think the, and kind of mentally in denial too. Oh like, yeah. You know, obviously mentally she's not there either. So she's totally in denial in that no one will ever get close to them, no one will ever come asking questions about them. But the reason I said I was kind of surprised is because like I said, it seems like Annie's very crafty. Mm-hmm. She's been on the run for at least for fifteen years, because that's yeah. basically how old Joy is. And she, you know, she kind of has to think one step ahead so that she can stay so her and Joy can stay a secret. So that's why I was like, I would think she would have thought about this, but, you know, like you said, Katie, tons of denial on her part. Yeah. And so we see Rita comes to Castle Rock, and she has kind of an encounter with Joy and basically find or not Joy, she has an encounter with Chance first. Yes. Basically finds out from uh, Vera, the other friend, like, what's going on. And, and, and when she has this encounter with Chance, Annie sees her. Yeah. Now... This was kind of interesting. What was your, Katie, reaction to this? Because we know that Annie suffers from hallucinations. Yes. Did you think Annie could have thought she's hallucinating because she's under so much pressure? Or did you think, oh, she knows that she's been found? I didn't actually think about the fact that she would think she was a hallucination. I don't know why, because before that you saw the scene. I don't know if it was before or after when she's at the bar. It was before, right? When she was in the bar. Before, yeah. So she's have, she thought she was having a hallucination there. So I never thought of the fact that, but she seemed pretty straight-minded Aware. at that point. Like, oh, we've been found. Because that's not someone... The only reason why she thinks Ace is a hallucination is because she's he killed she killed him. So I'm thinking, I don't think she would have thought that because she had no reason to think that. Why would this random person from 15 years all of a sudden show, like, be a hallucination in my mind? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was surprised, though, at how we... It literally, we went from finding out that Rita was alive to her showing up at Castle Rock all in the same episode. Mm-hmm. I was like... Well, this is just going really quickly now. So, because yeah. it was, it literally took twenty minutes between yeah. one incident and the other. Mm. So, yeah, I I don't know why my mind always goes to oh, is she hallucinating? I think it's just because that has been such a big storyline this entire season, and we know that she has seen people like she's she always thinks she's hallucinating with Ace, which we know is not true. She's yeah. always seeing this figure like the called the tall man. Mm-hmm. She's always going on. She always says she needs her medicine. So we know that hallucinations is a big thing, uh, a yes, big theme with her. So for me, it was kind of normal to think, oh, maybe she might think that. But I agree with you, Katie. The way she reacted was she knows the history she knows what's up she knows uh that this has to be rita because she didn't stop and be like 
what am I, you know, what am I thinking? Like, what am I doing or anything like that? Plus, if she's on the run, you're going to, I'm sure, be checking in on news updates. And I'm sure she saw somewhere, probably not too long after she went on the run, that there that there was a survivor and it was Rita. Yeah, and also, you know, in her hallucinations, it's all people that you would believe she's hallucinating them of before they died. So the age they were when they died or something happened to them. I mean, obviously, Rita's aged 15 years, so that might have also helped her clue in. Like, this is not a hallucination because Rita looks a lot more haggard. She looks a lot more worn because of her drug addiction, because of 15 years passing. Mm -hmm. I think that's another reason why maybe she was able to distinguish between reality in that sense. Mm -hmm. So. I agree. And now it's basically a race for these two mothers to find their daughter yes. at this point. And so we're, let's kind of go into Joy um, uncovering this truth and basically just getting a lot unloaded on yeah. her, basically. So she gets a visit from Rita, who basically, you know, tells her everything that happened. And she's trying her best to really, um, you know, take it in. What What do you think of Joy's reaction, basically kind of, do you think that she believed her? Do you think she wanted to believe her? Do you think, and this was interesting because of kind of how she says, do you think that she hates or or resents Annie now? I don't know if I feel like she resents Annie. I think she's mostly, obviously, she's in shock. That's obvious. She's taking in all this information, and she's reacting in the best way any of us would in that situation. But I think it's more, the thing that's harder for her is the fact that it's not, not that it's not her mom, but the fact that it's her sister or her half sister Mm -hmm. and that changes the dynamic of their entire thing but i was surprised how quickly she was able to take what this woman who's never known never met in her life as truth when she knows that her mom has mental mental problems and mental illnesses she was very quick to just know that what rita meant was true which i'm sure she pieced together the book that she found and rita's story but it was like is she too like like uh, I don't want to say naive, that she just believes everything people tell her, but it just seemed very interesting that she was so quick to at least take it in. That's an interesting point, Katie, just because I think I would have thought that Joy, we've seen Joy kind of break away yes. from Annie in this series. We've kind of seen how she started to realize, oh, a lot of the stuff that my mom tells me is cuckoo bananas. Yeah. And so, you know, I I'm not surprised that she would you know, not believe? Scratch that. What I'm trying to say is I think that I'm surprised that somewhat of the brain... Like, she still cares about Annie as her mother figure because that's who she is. So I'm surprised that there wasn't, like, some brainwashing, I guess, from Annie that kind of came to her mind. Like, oh, I don't know if I should believe this person. Like, is this the kind of bad people my mom has been keeping me uh, protected from all these years? Could be something. Yeah. There's a there's a, a lot more, I think, is going to come undone, uh, revealed in this mm-hmm. next episodes. Yeah. And I think it's, and I think it is very hard for Joy to believe in some sense. I think she is maybe naive enough to yeah. believe it because no one else has come to her with enough, with any other type of story. Yeah. And, her, and she knows her mom lies. So, and she knows yeah. her mom lies. 
But I think that, you know, because Annie has been her mother figure for so long, she still worries about her. Like, she literally says, will my mom go to prison? And I think just the idea that Rita is hearing Joy or Evangeline in her mind saying mom breaks her. Yeah. Because I think, you know, she kind of, Rita might want in her mind to be like, here's the truth. I'm setting it straight for you. This is it. She's not your mom. She's your half-sister, get it get it right kind of thing. Yeah. Now, let's talk about kind of Annie and Joy and this meeting that they have because this is after everything happens. Annie knows the jig is up. She knows yeah. that Rita has found her. And what did you think of this encounter? Now, it was, it was interesting because Annie, technically, yes, Annie was an, a murderer. She killed her dad yes. and then she attempted to kill Rita. Yeah. But you almost feel for her in this kind of meeting because her one person, the one person who made her happy, the one person who like always pulled her out from the dark is, you know, trying to leave her, basically. Yeah, I mean, that that was a little bit, that scene was a little bit tense for me because it's that confrontation that tension where you have to finally discuss something that you found out about something that completely changes your your perspective and what you know of life so in that sense i was like uh, that other moment of how is this gonna go it could go one of many different ways and i just remember being like i don't know how to feel about that and yeah i mean in some ways joy is very mature for her age in the sense that she's able to to have these conversations with her grown mother even though she doesn't know any better and i was like that's kind of impressive in in that sense and even though she is naive she has no problem communicating with Mm -hmm. with her mother in that sense so that was a little bit it was as as uncomfortable as it was it was also very sweet because it did show like that even despite all this joy is willing to talk to her mom about what's going on and not many people would be able to go back yeah after that. if you found out that kind of truth if you found out that you, the person you thought was your mom is actually your half-sister and <laughs> yeah. you killed your your dad and attempted to kill your mom yeah it would be very hard for you to want to have a mature conversation kind of like you were saying katie mm-hmm. but no i think We've seen how Joy's character is very mature, way beyond her years. She might be naive. She might not know things like technology. She yeah. might not know uh, what ki- what teenagers these days do for fun or anything like that. But she knows she knows how to address someone, and I think that's because you know she's had to be mature for her mom because she's always kind of had to take care of her mom in you know emergency situations. So. She's mature in a different way, I would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I'm curious, because we we know so much about Annie's past, and we know that she has, in her own mind... No, actually, in her own mind, she thinks she's doing good. And we've seen that she genuinely is trying to do good by yes. joy. Do you think there was a chance, maybe we saw it in this episode, she could be redeemed? Um, I feel like it's tough to say. Yeah, it's hard to say... Um, I don't know. I don't ever think it's too late for someone to, just me as a person, I don't ever think it's too late for someone to be redeemed or, um, and as, as a person, something can always happen that puts things in perspective for that person. 
But when it comes to the reasonings that she's doing these things, if it's a mental thing, I don't know that you can necessarily change that by doing the same things you always do. Sometimes it takes more for you to get there if you have a mental mm-hmm. illness. Some people can try and try and try with all their their will, but that doesn't necessarily mean it'll change. So I think it's going to be her... The only way she could be redeemed is to actually maybe get help for therapy or whatever it is. I don't think she can get redeemed on her own accord, Yeah, if that makes sense. I think there's a chance of her getting redeemed if she, like you said, she kind of does better and, you know, seeks the help that she needs, you know, as per basically Joy and Nadia telling her, like, hey, we need you to do this. That would help her out to stop running, to settle down that she could help in that sense. And I think that another way she could have possibly get redeemed is that I felt like at the end of this episode, she was willing to step away from Joy and let her go with Rita. I felt like she wasn't going to try and fight. Yeah. You know, because I could have seen her fighting because, you know, we've seen in her past that no one ever chose her. Yeah. And I felt like she would be destroyed knowing that Joy didn't choose her. But I think that that was something she was willing to accept. And I really felt like she was ready to walk away and kind of, you know, let Joy have time with her real mother. Yeah. Did you get that impression? At first, I I thought she did. And then, of course, it changed. Because at first, I was thinking she really has just decided to accept her fate and maybe go out like she planned on going out 15 years ago when she was holding Joy. And then then I think it clicked to her that maybe I can do something differently about this. I mean, it's just the two of us out here. And I think at first, maybe she wasn't able to think clearly in how what else to do, so she was defeated. Mm-hmm. And so she thought... Because we've seen her feel that way, where she just wants to end it all. So maybe she, in some way, might have thought maybe... That's what she deserved because she was not a good person. Because, you know, at the beginning, they're always talking Mm -hmm. about good versus bad. And so I think it was just a mixture of things where maybe she she was tired from running. There's so many different reasons she could have chosen to just not fight in that situation. Mm -hmm. Or she wanted Joy to make the decision herself, but she didn't want to. um, I can't think of the term for it, but it was going to be more, like you said, more painful to... Mm -hmm accepted if she didn't choose her yeah so i don't know there's multiple reasons i think she could have done it (laughs) well it's funny because we were just talking about you know being heartbroken if she wasn't chosen but she was yeah in the end kind of well kind kind of it's hard to know what exactly she was trying to do in that situation i don't okay yeah i don't think she necessarily is saying hey mom i'm on your side i don't trust rita But I think she wanted to help them both because, you know, basically Rita was getting ready to kill Annie, which I want to get your opinion on this. Do you think Rita really had it in your... Do you think when it came down to it, she could have pulled the trigger? I was trying to decide this when I was watching it. When she was walking her at gunpoint down to the ledge or whatever it was, I was like, does she have the nerve to do that? Would she really end things the way things ended for her because does she want to become that person? And I don't think it fits her character, but at the same time, you see her drink for the first time in four years. So you know she's not thinking in a sober mindset. She's fully on, I don't know if she's on revenge or if she just 
is acting on the alcohol or if that's something she would do if she was sober. It's hard to know. But it did seem a little bit like, I don't know that she'll do this. I think if her motive was different. Yeah. She tells Annie that she came to Castle Rock for Joy. And, you know, Joy has grown up with Annie all this time. I don't think she could, because her motive was to go there for Joy, I don't think she could kill the woman who Joy has looked to as a mother all these years. If she was going to Castle Rock to kind of find Annie and to, you know, put a stop to Annie's mission you know whatever she was doing i think she could have that would have been motivation but that wasn't her motivation yeah Yeah, i think she could have done it if it was differently and i also just thought the parallels or like the flashbacks were very sad and you know because it's like you're seeing a relationship between rita and annie Mm -hmm. and then you're seeing basically how it's crumbling yeah and you see that with joy and annie too you're based you saw in the beginning you know a happy mother daughter pair and now you're seeing it crumbling yeah so these are just two broken mothers who are seeing their relationships with people they care about yeah. crumbling. Yeah, like the uh, moment of, and they never say who's the person thinking these thoughts. It could be either of them. It could be both of them because they both share the past together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, there's a lot like that. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah. And then what did you, were you, what did you think about the very end of this sequence where the gun goes off and it hits Rita. Were you like, who did it hit? What's going on? What, basically, how did you think that was going? That whole sequence was going to end? I didn't expect Rita to get drugged. Definitely that, that hit that me. That was like, shocking, randomly yeah. did not expect that. And then when I saw that she's losing the ability to stand... And then you see the gun, like, oh, someone's going to get shot. I knew right away that it was not Annie, because the odds of that would have been, like, kind of weird. And at first, I didn't know if it would be Joy or uh, Rita. So I was like, oh, who is it? So I did do, like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Because you don't know how that gun's going to fall. And then I was a little sad that it was Rita, because I... I don't know that she deserves that. And I, I know that she that Joy was trying not to hurt anybody get hurt. But now we're going to see this spiraling down by Joy. Because she's not going to be able... She knows she thinks she's at fault for it. Oh, yeah. And so we know if she's anything like either of them, it's going to affect her drastically. I mean, seeing someone get shot is always going to affect someone mentally. So I think we're going to see this not necessarily... I have something I can say during predictions. I'll say okay. something in predictions we'll about see. it. Because <laughs> we'll it kind of goes into something I was thinking when I saw that. So Okay. We'll yeah. save that for predictions. But I, I kind of had the same thought. I was like, who who did it hit kind of reaction? I didn't think it was going to be Annie because I felt that was too easy. Also, she Ace has a plan for her character yeah. down the line. So I'm pretty sure we have to see that come to yeah. fruition, basically. But I was very surprised. And I completely see what you're saying, Katie. And I actually really agree that I think this is really going to affect Joy because I'm sure she does see herself at fault because she's the one that drugged her. She's the one, you know, she was doing it because she didn't want bloodshed at all. Yeah. But it unintentionally did cause bloodshed. Bloodshed. And I think it, she thinks it's her fault. Yes. So, but in this moment, I think, you know, Annie truly stepped up, you know? Yeah. She, the cops get there and she's saying that, this is like it was a it was an accident, yeah. but she is taking blame because she does not want Joy to 
be the one that goes to prison to be the one that yes. to be the one that gets accused or to yes. po- be have point fingers at of course basically. yeah a lot went on with these two this episode. Yeah, it was mostly them. It was mostly them. But we did see a little bit of what's going on with the possessed people in this town. But before we get into that, I just want to take a moment to say thank you to everyone who has tuned in to the Castle Rock After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are so grateful that you join us in this conversation. And we just kindly ask you know that in order to help after Buzz be the ESPN of TV talk, because in case you didn't know, we do all kinds of shows here. Comedies, horrors, dramas. Katie's on a show right now that also talks about conventions. Yes, correct. And we have superhero shows and reality shows. We have it all. We And in order to keep us going, we would really appreciate that you like this video. Give us a subscribe to our channel and give us a five-star review on iTunes to spread the word because you know one through four do not work. But wherever you are, please stay involved in the conversation. We love seeing all of the predictions, all of the discussioning happening in our comment section. And we actually want to give a special shout out to everyone that has tuned in to the Castle Rock After Show so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. so some shout-outs. These are from comments that we saw on on the YouTube, which was Crystal B, Ryan B, Aaliyah, uh, Unrepentant Snafu, Eric. I probably said that wrong. I am sorry if I did. Brandon Cruz, Ginger in the Willow, and Lance Davidson. We've been seeing your guys' comments, so thank you so much for tuning in, commenting your thoughts, and for uh, watching us share our thoughts every week as well. And so we really, really appreciate that. Yeah, well said. Now let us talk about... Amity and who she is. So basically, we get to, we finally figure out what they're really trying to do because before all these people were getting killed in Castle Rock and then yeah. being brought back to life, be basically being possessed, and we didn't know what they were doing. We we're like, okay, they're trying to start some kind of uh, fellowship, as yeah. I guess Ace had put it before, but we didn't know what their overall goal at the end of it is. Now we. F- finally get some kind of idea what they're working towards at least their their first uh check mark yes. which is to resurrect amity who's like the beloved of whoever possessed ace yes what did we think about kind of how the personalities i should say of these possessed people and one of their victims getting away uh the victim getting away i was not expecting that and i was thinking where is this gonna go now this person got away it's gonna give away like when when uh nadia was like there's two blood types how can that be the case and i'm thinking it's because they're half possessed by someone and then she's maybe in the process of Mm -hmm. this transition so maybe that's why she has two blood types and i don't know i'm just i'm along for the ride now because i have no idea what to think about this situation yeah but either way, someone getting away is not good. No, someone getting away is definitely not good because it's going to be found out. Although I will surprise when they said, oh, she, you know, Nadia is pointing out that she has two blood types. I was kind of surprised because I didn't think that there would be a physical trace for yeah, something me either. like yeah. this. But maybe but, there is. But I guess there is, which is very interesting. It kind of makes me think, okay, well, how connected are they? Are they spirits that are just inhabiting these bodies or are they actually like half human half spirit like i don't know i think someone in the comments on youtube had mentioned the them being vampires vampires so if that's the case i guess two blood types kind of makes sense i can see it 
right? Mm-hmm. Blood vampires. But I don't know because, like I said, I don't know exactly where they're going. Just because something's like that some other time in the Stephen King universe doesn't necessarily mean they're going the same route. But mm-hmm. so I don't know. Maybe they write. Maybe it's it, yeah. It's definitely an old an entity of someone long ago mm-hmm. for sure. So vampires holds up with that. For sure. And I I don't know about you, Katie. Like, I'm very excited to see where this goes because this type of storyline is new to me. I am not, I personally am not familiar with a story like this in the Stephen King universe. I'm sure maybe there is because there are so many works out there. Maybe I'm just unfamiliar with it. But this storyline is new to me. So that's why I'm very curious to see where they're going to go. Yeah, same here. And then we also find out that Ace has found a vessel, in, and he wants Annie. Yes. Which, what, I'm curious, why do you think he wants to choose Annie? Didn't he say something about the, was it, was he saying she reached out to him, or she, like, he had mentioned something about she, I don't know if he was talking about Amity or if he was talking about Annie, but I don't know, like, I just thought he wanted revenge on her for killing him, but that's clearly not what it is anymore. So, I don't know. I'm wondering if it has something to do with who she is as a person in real life. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's, oh, she's a good vessel because she has, she already has the will or like the desire to kill. Yeah. Or, that's some, what, yeah, or that something makes sense. like that. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering if maybe that had something to do with it. It probably or, has something to do with it. Yeah. I mean, they're all killing in order to get through their agenda. So yeah, maybe they think it'll be easier. Yeah, or I'm wondering if maybe he's thinking, oh, we'll take her because she found the sacred burial site. Yeah, like she, she she's the one who is maybe she, yeah. somewhat responsible for them being able to do this. We don't really know that. They haven't really said it. Yeah, and, may, and maybe that's what he meant by the calling. Oh, yeah. she released us kind of thing. Yeah. She knows, uh, you know, she knows about us. Yeah, because she did find the burial site. So. Yeah. So there, well. there's a few reasons, but I definitely think in the next couple episodes we're going to get more into kind of this possession and this mission and where exactly this i think we're going to focus more a little bit on that now real quick let's talk about nadia because she did have a little bit in this episode not too much she's basically you know just still very upset over everything and you know she she feels like she's losing people she lost pop now she feels like she lost abdi because abdi didn't tell her yes uh she lost she thinks she has chris she lost Chris because Chris yeah. is dead. Yeah. So I, I, f- I really feel for Nadia. Yeah, of I course. I really do. Yeah, she's been through a lot and that's hard. That's, you're, it's basically you came home to all these people who are supposed to be one thing and then you're finding out that you basically don't have a home there anymore because everybody who made it home betrayed you. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how she's going to react to that. My guess is she's probably not going to want to stick around, but something tells me she's not going to be able to leave. Yeah. I'm one, well, I feel like she's not going to leave because I think her, the next part of her storyline is dealing with these possessed people. Yeah. I think her storyline, you know, she still has her storyline of, you know, being lied to. She was also relevant in Annie and Joy's storyline because she was letting Joy stay at her house and then she took Joy to the group home to try and, you know, figure out what's going to happen between her and her mom, making sure that it's a healthy living situation. Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of done now and out of her hands. So I feel the next step for her is dealing with these possessed people because now I feel like knowing her, she's going to dig into this two blood types thing. She's going to dig into this new victim like because she... And they, she disappeared. Because she disappeared. Yeah. She's going to figure out, she's going to try why? and investigate why did she disappear and all this stuff. Yeah. 
which makes me worried for her. And yeah. I'll save that for predictions. Sounds good. And just to wrap up this in a nice little bow, any final thoughts on this episode? It just left me actually, like, really wanting more and wanting to know more. And I don't know that I've necessarily felt, like, super wanting to know more at any point in the season. I still was intrigued, still watching it. But this is the first time where I'm like, okay, there's a few storylines in here that really, really have my interest. So that's my closing thoughts about it. Mm. I really, no, I agree. I really liked this episode. I think this was probably the most emotional episode that we've seen so far, just because, like I said, we all of the characters are dealing with so much, and I really felt like we're getting some great character development, and now I'm really interested to see how the writing goes from here, because the writing has done a good job of setting up kind of everything dealing with Annie and Joy, and now I feel like it's going to shift a little bit and going into this other type of storyline with what's going on in Castle Rock. So I'm really interested to see how Annie's storyline and what's happening in Castle Rock merge together in the next couple of episodes. Yeah. Only um, a few left, too. So. Only a few <laughs> left. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that about wraps it up for that. Let's go into some news. All right. After TV News. So something kind of cool this week is that Kathy Bates sent Lizzie Kaplan flowers for her performance on Castle Rock, and uh, in the article, uh, the article is from um, E.T., it says basically... Uh, that Kaplan wanted to reach out to Kathy, but she was kind of like super nervous about it because it's kind of a big deal to just go reach out to Kathy Bates. And then uh, it says, when asked if she reached out, she said she had no contact with her, but I hope to one day. And then a month later, E.T. has learned that Kaplan has since been in touch with the Oscar winner. And at the Samuel Goldwyn Theater in Beverly Hills, California, for the premiere of Truth Be Told, Kaplan reveals that while she was too intimidated to reach out, she does have a present for her that is coming to my house. However, before the actress could get her predecessor the gift, she says that Bates beat me to the punch. She sent me flowers, which was like a moment. It was uh, which which was like a moment. It was so classy and amazing, and she's amazing. Kaplan says, noting that the acknowledgement from Bates would will not go unreturned. As soon as the gift comes in the mail, she plans on sending it straight to Bates. It's supposed to arrive tomorrow, she says, adding, I mean, she hasn't said she wants to hang out yet. So <laughs> that's pretty awesome to, yeah. to get a, flowers from someone who played a role that you're in now. That's, yeah. that's very classy and sophisticated and awesome by Kathy Bates to do that. It's so. very classy, and I love the fact that they did that, because I'm sure it is intimidating stepping into a role that has been already portrayed by someone, yeah. and, so, and you don't want to do an exact replica you no. want to add your own twist but you also don't want to not do the character justice so i'm sure i'm sure it's incredibly intimidating yeah. and especially if the person who played it before you is someone as iconic as kathy bates so i'm happy to see that even though they haven't necessarily met yet that there is a nice camaraderie and there yeah. is support between the two women there. yeah that's awesome i love seeing that yeah all right let us go into some predictions now. Yeah. For next week's Your episode. After Buzz TV predictions. You said you had something. Yeah. Cool. So go. my prediction is, is so far we've been focusing on Annie and her character. How is she going to become the Annie we've later learned in Misery? But after the events and the finale of this episode, I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing Joy start to have a psychological breaking where maybe they have a reversal type thing where maybe she starts to become like her mom in oh. the bad way, not in the good way. So I don't know. That's a, it's, a, it's a stretch, but that's one of my predictions is she's going to start to exhibit behavior that her mom does. Mm-hmm. I think that things are going to get really bad for Nadia. And 
that kind of saddens me because I love Nadia. Yeah. But I think things are going to get bad for her because, you know, she's so, she's someone who is grounded and she is someone who, you know, she's a doctor. So she tries to get to the bottom of what's wrong. And I think that Heather, who was the victim who came in, I think that that has intrigued her enough to want to be like, what exactly was wrong with her? Because they were getting all these tests. And since we've seen that whatever's happening with the possession comes through physically as well, I think Nadia is going to see a lot of the test results and say, hmm, something is up here. And I think she's going to dig a little too far. And I don't necessarily know what the fate is. I don't know if they're going to think, oh, we can use her or if they're going to think we need to get rid of her because she threatens us kind of thing. But I do think Nadia is going to get more and more involved with that storyline. Do you think that that will result in her death? I I think I think if they're choosing Annie for good, I think they will think they need to get rid of Nadia because she's a threat. Okay. I, I think that could happen, but I don't know. Yeah. The show so far hasn't been what I thought. Yeah. So, so it's hard to make predictions. So it's hard to make predictions, exactly. And yeah. I actually want... Uh, to give a shout out to Lance Davidson, who commented last week, because I really liked your prediction, Lance, who said, I bet Joy's mom comes back to Castle Rock. Annie ends up killing her. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joy and Joy, because Joy turned on her and then Annie flees to Colorado and en route hits Paul Sheldon at the last scene in season two. All the while, Jackie said that she was going to Colorado in the end of season one. So they'll somehow connect in season three. The first part, obviously, is what happened. Yeah. But the thing that I like about your prediction, Lance, is that you're kind of thinking that they will have the shows connect. connect. Yeah, I like that prediction. Because maybe not even next season, maybe in the future, like, oh, five people end up there. I did see that comment, and I did love that prediction. Because yeah. that's why I was wondering if eventually they'll connect. Because we are all about the Stephen King and trying to do all these Easter eggs. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good prediction, Lance. Yeah, I would love to see these shows have some kind of connection between seasons. Because, yeah, as of right now, this is a yeah. completely different series essentially yeah, no, no, no similar characters no same actors yeah. no nothing so i would i would be really pleased to see if that happened and that was a great prediction lance thank you so much for yeah. that all right guys that just about wraps up the castle rock after show here for castle rock season two episode six the mother and you know you can drop your predictions as well down in the comments we read lance's and we can definitely read yours as well also if you saw any easter eggs this episode definitely drop those in the comments as well katie where can the fans find you on social media yeah you guys can find me on social media on twitter and on instagram at kt underscore christine you can also tweet me any predictions or Easter eggs you find as well. I'm Veronica Valencia. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. Thank you again so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys real soon. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz, see you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.